listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Okay, um, welcome everybody to the Ants podcast. I'm going to apologize for all of us in advance. We've got some, some. Uh, I wouldn't even say technical difficulties. We're struggling with, with production difficulties. We're, you know, look, we're not in a studio here. We're doing this across the country. And let's, with that comes caveats, and we're we're experiencing some of those caveats right now. I'm not going to say who. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but uh, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows who. <laughs> it's it's Joe. It's it's, it's Joe it again. Joe. Definitely me. Definitely me. Yes. So, um, fellas, uh, Joe, how are you? Good, guys. Good. Happy uh, Monday to you, and let's just I like to say, congrats to Cleveland. They got what oh, they. Gosh. Yeah, I grew up in Cleveland, and uh, in that city, they d- people didn't do not even know what to do. They don't even know how to appropriately express their feelings right now. So I'm very happy for Cleveland. Are they flipping cars or burning anything? <laughs> that's usually that's usually Ohio State. Um, I, I haven't I haven't seen. I heard you know just what was on the news that they took over a fire truck, but I, I don't know. I haven't been able to keep up on all the uh, all the happenings. I feel like the end of Empire when like when like the bad guys won and you're just like oh god this is just the worst that's exactly how i feel because there's <laughs> nobody easier in the world to, to root against than than bron bron because he's such oh. a poussois cleveland baby cleveland oh god he's so soft but anyway that's fine that's how i'm doing how you doing jake uh, i'm doing good you know except for the stupid cat meowing and all the damn crickets outside but you know other than that <laughs> Oh wait! That's, I just realized that Matt was talking about me all this time. Are, are there oh. noise? Are there noise pollution laws where you live? Because I can't imagine you don't have a stack of tickets just floating around the house. Oh, if if they did, <laughs> oh my god, I would be in jail right now. The, the crickets here are literally the loudest things on the face of the earth. He likes to say that that's a cat, but I, I, my mind wanders. And what what is it really? It's like, it really can't be a cat that loud and that frequent. Yeah, yeah, it it is, not be drowned well, yet. It's, well, yeah, that's that's another story. Long story short, the people that live near us decide to move out, and they let their cat go. And unfortunately, the cat has gravitated to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay, sorry. That sorry. has to be the fastest yeah. story time we've ever gotten. We are through. two minutes, and th- we yes. are in the third minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, as he is as he is known around the house, Carter Meowford is um, quite. Um, I like the name. We'll just put it like that. You know, like yeah. I'm, it's hot in here too. This I might. This might be the saltiest podcast I've ever been a part of, for at least from my standpoint. So I'm my gonna, favorite podcaster when you're salty. I'm so sorry. I'm so grouchy right now. It must be what you're drinking. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a bottle of Smart Water, and it's not even Smart Water. It's expired filter for my fridge water. <laughs> oh, uh, so. I told the guys that is, before we that's started. That's pretty smart. Yeah, I would have. I would have got gotten a beer, but. Um, I literally had nothing cold, and Jake mm-hmm. was trying to prod me to drink booze or do a shot, and I, I'm not going to do it. No, I was telling you to – you actually was saying that. You're right. Sorry, I take that back. <laughs> we think he'd be even more you know, spiteful if you had no, that. No, no. So um, anyway, we've had a couple shows. Um, what? You don't want to know what Joe's drinking? or? Oh, well, just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here. How about I go? I'm Here's sorry. What are you head. drinking? 
I'm having Con Creek. It's uh, Napa Valley. It's a wine. It's called Anthologies 2009. They call it a red wine, and you know it's good when they just call it red wine. So I'm going to enjoy some of that while you enjoy your unfiltered water. Jake, what are you having? Uh, I am drinking as I sit in the dark and my poor eyes can't see. First magnitude, it is a pale ale out of Gainesville, Florida that I've never had before except for a couple days ago. And it is quite good. I'm very impressed. You know, I stay on the Florida run when I have these uh, beers. And this one is quite good. So if you have a chance to try it, please do. Mm, sounds delicious. Well, sounds good, boys. I wish I could have some of that myself. But uh, but, but you can't because you're drinking water. But I can't because I'm drinking water. Uh, I do have a white wine in there, but that's also warm. And I'm not, you know. It's not up for waiting for it. To what is in your fridge right now that you can't get anything cold? Well, I don't have any. You... Is there I've like got... a caribou in there or something? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a closet full of beer, but it's all aging stuff. So it's it's. I just don't have any like quick grab beers right now. So there's room in the fridge. It's just there's no beer that can. There's go room in the fridge. fridge. I actually had a growler of Sukaba from last year that that I couldn't open. <laughs> <laughs> oh what wait it was too tight it too tight yeah and and i really i didn't i was in a rush trying to get on here and i couldn't yeah i couldn't open it oh now the truth comes out but okay. I, I didn't want that beer anyway but for your sake i was going to open it and drink it wow for um, team player yeah well and there look see what it got me more frustrated yeah i know you would have just forced it open we wouldn't have to have this discussion <laughs> okay uh, so we've had a couple of shows since our last podcast, a couple of Virginia shows. So not hometown shows by any means, but definitely home state for the band, uh, Virginia Beach and Bristow, Friday and Saturday. Um, but I, I think I am most excited about this kind of um, development that there may be some Dave Solo stuff in the works for the off year next year in 2017. Huh? huh? What, where where'd this come from? Uh, it, it actually came from a, a podcast, uh, which is called Don't Give Up Your Day Job Podcast. And let's give credit to um, to our buddy over at uh, dmbnews.net, who did post this earlier while we were all kind of en route doing other things. So just so we're clear, we're not trying to come up with something because he's a good guy and everything. So anyway, um, uh, Brady Blade, he was the drummer on, on uh, Some Devil, you may recall. He uh, he was featured on this podcast, and he just happened to mention that. Uh, oh, by the way, he's working on a uh, project next year with Dave in 2017, and everyone sort of went, "What?" So I just, I just think that's outstanding. I mean, assuming it's legitimate, right? Which is not it's not completely out of the ether. It's not made up. It's not bogus. It, it means something. Whether or not that comes to fruition is another thing. But let's for all for conversation's sake say it is. I am ecstatic about this. Oh yeah, Brady Brady Blade is now the uh, everyone's best friend because this hole that we had in 2017 has a little bit of an opening, something a little bit more con- more concrete than anything else. Any other speculation? Phrasing <laughs> the hole. Um, but yeah, just to be uh, take the other side. I mean, don't you feel like we've kind of heard this stuff before? When I mean. I mean, just kind of like, oh, yeah, they're recording an album. All right, great. I mean, it seems like the same stuff over and over again. I know I know, it's not happening with the Dave Solo stuff, but still. The nuts? Uh, Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because he actually, Brady actually mentioned a little bit about the knots as well. He kind of said the project is not dead yet. And he was, he participated in that. And, and, and Dave and, and Jacob Dylan had a great uh, writing session together, kind of working on um, 
lyric and melody together. Um, so it's not actually out of the question. It's it's not for naught. See what I did there? Mm, mm, mm. Did he I also like say Machead was returning, but why he was at it too? Jeez, he's yeah, on a streak. Might as well just say yeah, and I just played on Machead, and, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost I mean, to the point where I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa slow down, focus on one, or because you get too many yeah. of these things going, and none of them are going to happen. That's a good point. No, that's a really good point, actually. Let's just focus on one. If you're going to make a solo album, make a solo solo and, album. And I, I, I'm trying to rewind my my history mind back to like where we were at in 2002 when the whole or three when some devil rolled around. I know there was an all a whole lot of apprehension that what does this mean for the band and this and that. Um, but we all know the finished product was the amazing album known as Some Devil. I I am I love that album. Uh, most of those songs are just top tier for me. Um, so if, so that's what's really got me excited. Uh, I almost hope that there's less p- press pub. Uh, keep it low on the radar and and come out and have another Some Devil to style album would be outstanding. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would that that would be fine. I mean, I I agree with you. I think Sub Devil was great. Uh, my big thing is again, okay, they just recorded songs last year. What what does that mean? They're not going to turn around and release a Dave Matthews Band album and a Dave Solo album the same year. Oh my gosh! Right? You, right? You're the one that's saying that the the recordings in the studio actually are something at this point. No, I think they're garbage. I'm just trying to. Figure Stir out the pot. pot. I was gonna what say, if you of all people are like those recordings, mean just because they recorded in the studio means zero. And now all of a sudden, I heard you saying, yeah. "Uh oh, how could this conflict?" Uh, you know, well, I think you know. Well, the, I think a little secret. Anything, little secret. Did you know the uh, Alanis? Um, you ought to know the Mister Duplicity she's referring to is actually Jake Bigliotti. <laughs> <laughs> just a little anecdote there. You, you, you know, if you want to roll the. Um, Jake, story time. Go right ahead. Oh boy, here we go. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. Tell your story. Okay. I'm, when it's got to interrupt. It's got to interrupt you. That's yeah, just no part fun. of the process. And, I, and I'm going to head fake you. Maybe I won't play it now. Oh yeah, there you go. When I was up at the Worldwide Leader, the the hot and heavy rumor around there was Felix Potvin, the former uh, goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs, was pissed as hell about that song. <laughs> grab your warm milk, the Afghan on the couch. And curl up next to the fire for another episode of Storytime with Grandpa Jake. Suck it, Jake. <laughs> I will I will go to my grave saying that that song is about Felix Potvin. Really? Yes. But Mr. Duplicity, you just made a cameo in it, right? Yes. Inter- the Jake interpolation? No, I'm just, I'm just saying, look, they recorded all this stuff. Obviously, it's not going to go anyplace. But, I mean, does this mean that it's really, truly dead? I get you. I got, solo I got, album. Yeah, yeah, I got what you're saying now. Can 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 anything recorded? Does that now mean it's really dead, or could they really hold studio stuff over for two years? You know, because like you said, they're not going to release two at the same time. I, I know there's think. at this stage of the band's career, right? They don't have a cat. They they do have a, a set of songs that they could you know pull out any time for an album um, that haven't been recorded yet. But you know, versus the initial two albums that were basically. Uh, mostly material that they've already worked on and toured and developed. But at this stage, I would say, I know there's a momentum to it. Like if the songs haven't been played in a while, you think they're forgotten about for studio albums. But I would take the other tack and say, who the hell knows? Just, we we don't know. They're, they're, Sugar Will might show up on the next album. Things like that. Um, I think it's anybody's guess what might show up on the next what album. What album? Exactly. I, I, I think this is just Dave's 401k plan. 
and <laughs> he is uh, recording two to three songs each year and just storing them away. So when it, that retirement day comes, that there is a nice little uh, investment that has grown that he can now release mm-hmm. those songs and let the uh, revenue streams keep coming, a.k.a. 401k, keep better, coming in after better, his retirement. Better than a record label uh, required contract obligation. Um Anybody here who might be a Ben Folds fan uh, knows that probably knows that uh, Ben w- thought he had put out an album out and thought he was done with the record company, and the record company came back and said, "No, no, no, you still owe us some songs, precisely three point six songs to be exact." They literally said that to him, <laughs> and he wrote a song called "One Down," and the chorus starts "One Down and two point six tomorrow, and I'm out of here." <laughs> he literally like goes off on them and says something. Uh, one of the lyrics is something about like um, hard to write words in the snap, but now I uh, in lyrics. But now I found a reason to sit right down and shit some out. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he went right after him. It was great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, being tied to um, having to make a certain amount of music, being forced to make music to Whoa, uh, to meet gotta, contracts. That's got to kill your creativity. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Dave needs a four hundred one k. Like, like I need more crickets outside. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's the case. But you know, well, it, maybe, maybe it's for the kids. Maybe it's for the kids. Kids for the kids. Yeah, you know, do it for the kids. It's for the kids. But I mean, so you guys, I, I, are, Jake, you're you might be a little more. I don't even know if if pessimistic's the word, or maybe somewhat of a realist, or or just kind of not trying to get your hopes up. But let's say this is happening. <laughs> are you excited? All of them. Am I excited for it? Yeah, I'm excited for it because of Some Devil. Because I because I agree with you, Matt. I think that Some Devil was excellent. Was an excellent. I, mean, I think there was some, some songs on there I did not like at all. But overall, there were so many great songs like Dodo that I think Dodo. it made it worth it. Is it because, I mean, is Some Devil that good though that it poses a problem for a follow-on Dave solo album that it gets compared to Some Devil and can it is, is there mean, a lot of opportunity to exceed it you mean to you mean to say that that a dave matthews band fan would compare one song to another from a different era and hold <laughs> malice against it no that's that's crazy talk i've never heard such asinine inconceivable plans so you developed re- you- by fans you you uh you're happy to get to new music you, it, you, just because dave solo is good uh, or excuse me, some devil is good. You, you don't want to say, all right, let's just leave that where it is. Let's close that book and not add anything more. Let's just leave that pristine. You're okay. You'll you'll take the trade off of some new music and potentially not good Dave solo music. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the chance. It's not I, a I, movie. I'm not afraid of the sequel. Yeah, it's not Ghostbusters too. I mean, it, it's <laughs> no, that's a, oh, I can't. No, it's horrible, horrible uh, mention of that example. Horrible mention? Yeah, Ghostbusters 2 is a great movie. Ghostbusters 2 is a great movie? <laughs> Wait. We, Weekend at Birdies Go- 2 is a great movie. Oh, my God. Caddyshack 2 is a great movie. Oh, wait. That's that's probably a better example than Ghostbusters 2. No, Ghostbusters 2 is not a very strong sequel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So you think, um, Jake, you think that um, some de- the a reprise to Some Devil could be just as good? Would you bring back, I mean, clearly Brady um, Blade is maybe back, but would you bring back Trey? 
Um, do you think he's would be back on board? That that would be cool. That would be that would be great. I'm looking forward to the potential name of it because I'm hoping it's going to be called Live Demos because that was the whole. <laughs> I think that I, I well, don't explain know that for those that don't know. When when the some devil name first leaked, some brilliant genius came up with the inconceivable idea that it was actually an anagram for live demos, as in like everything released was going to be a live song. Was anagram, was, is that anagram technical? Technically, the proper term isn't anagram with just a lot of like mixed up letters. This was actually read backwards. It's live demos, right? Right. It is read backwards with live, de- live demos, but I definitely don't know the. Oh wow, you're right. Anagram. It is anagram. Well, is it doesn't need to be in order, right? Right. Well, I'm okay. dyslexic. No, no, no. I mean, it technically, probably Jake is a correct application of the term, but I don't but know. This I is think, even more specific than right, anagram, right? Yeah. What What do they call that? Which Backwards. What are they well, I, palindrome. Palindrome is palindrome is from the back, from the front and the back. It meets in the middle, and it's the same. Like I had a I had a computer science teacher in high school named Doctor Savas. Oddly enough, his last name was a palindrome. S A V A S. Like yeah. ki- kayak is one. Yes, correct. It's like a mirror image down the middle. Yeah, that's the might be the only one I know is kayak. Well, now you know Savas. <laughs> Savas as well. Even though it's a name, so you know whatever. How is a good old Mr. Savas doing? Well, he's he's great actually, and we're really off the rails now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought you were talking about you and Mr. S- Doctor Savas were off the rails for a second. <laughs> no, but he, I, uh, I actually learned Pascal, and, and I took an independent programming course my junior year of high school, um, and it was a language Pascal, and he got me started on programming. So you can thank Doctor Savas for the DMV Hub app. Hey, there you go. And, There's and my. I'm- Mentioned. And I'm the only, and I'm the only one that gets a freaking story time song. Jeez. <laughs> well, way to bring it back around to D and B Hub, Matt. There it is. You're very welcome. So, um, okay, so two shows. Well, let's see. Well, I'll, let's let's say one more thing. One more postulation. What could this mean for all of that stuff from 2015? Have we already talked about that? Because that'd be great. Yep. We yeah, we're saying we're saying we're saying it's Dave's 401k plan. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. And okay. and. And I'm saying it's just dead, and it's probably for the best. What stuff was recorded in 2015? Well, that would be like Black and Bluebird. There's all the stuff oh. we're playing this year too. Um, blah, blah. The, yeah. the the song that Bruce Jenner likes. Um, the, I'm okay with ditching most of the stuff from last year anyway. <laughs> Nothing of that really turned me on. Yeah, I mean, although I like Bismarck and I like Bob Law last year. Simmer- yeah, well, they were recorded last year. Uh that's yeah. Not I wouldn't. I'm not looping that in. But okay. okay, so we had two. So we had our two Virginia shows, right? So uh, Virginia Beach, we got uh, we got what I thought was coming in Charlottesville, and I picked that on the setlist game was um, Rhyme and Reason, which was a debut, um, which is good to see. And Joe Lawler finally came out and guested, and, and from what I understand, he rocked it. He had quite the jam, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, he always does. He's he's solid as a rock on that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a good he's a good guest if you want to just have a really good performance. Yep. There's no there's no no lols when Lawler uh, Ooh. plays. Ooh, I, you just did that pun for the laws. <laughs> <laughs> he he's more he's more of um, a heavy rock. More his style of play and it really fits the song well. I, I really think that that of the songs he guests on, I think that's the one that really shines. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, you mentioned it. I mean, I am surprised that you call, tried to call it in the Celtics game that he didn't come out in Charlottesville. I, I, the only thing I could take for that is, um, you know, it was really for the DMB twenty five anniversary, and they probably just felt, you know, let's keep it that way. But then they had John out, 
you know, John Durth out. So, yep. um, I don't know. It was pretty interesting that it wasn't on there, but glad to, you know, didn't know if that meant, you know, maybe they're just taking a year off from uh, Joe, but glad to see he came back for the, for the hometown shows. I, I love how this show started, uh, warehouse into minarets and then song that Jane likes, um, and then, and then it how turned, it ended. And, the, and, and then how it ended, right? And, it, yeah. and in the middle, it is your typical, it's the set list that pisses off everybody now at this stage of the tour is right there. It's This is what people are starting to get a little bit impatient about um, is that center section of this show. So what and, he means by center section, just a few songs, um, Death on the High Seas, Crush, Samurai Cop, Seven, If Only, Gray Street, Bismarck. Um, kind of the middle, and then Jim, it, Rhyme and Reason comes back, which is great. But then it goes into Jimmy, which is seeing a lot of play this year. Yeah, yeah. Bob Law and You and Me to even continue to, and then do, You Might Die Trying just to continue the round out. Yeah, Watchtower Billy's is a pretty strong encore. I'll I'll give it that. I would have I would have yeah. put money down if they started playing Watchtower to start walking out the venue. Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially but, the way it's been with the with with the one song encores. That uh, had a, had a long, too long of a run there for for a bit. So yeah, you would think that that would have done it. Mm-hmm. But uh, then we got um, the next show, which uh, you know it's kind of more of the same. Um, but I, I, I John Durth on Seek Up is an interesting guest, right? I would say, um, not not something I would expect, uh, but I like that. I mean, he showed up on Jimmy Thing and Sexy MF. Uh, uh, to close the set, which is just garbage, um, and there's no sugarcoating that. And, uh, I, if, if I'm at a show, I'm, I'm I'm going to two two night stands and a three night stand. Those are my remaining shows this tour, and I know that I'm going to get Jimmy Thing into Sexy MF to end the show, and it's going to piss me off anyway. Well, but, you know you're going to get it twice. The only question is if you're going to get it three times. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're probably you're probably right. Um, at each at each stand, uh, which yeah, that's just, just horrible. Um. So, and it's and it's hor- I mean I know that you're sick of it Matt but really I mean the the problem with it now is again what the problem was before it's it it gets very very predictable it hasn't really changed a lot in the last 12 years and now every time it's sexy mf and, and when they first did it in Charlottesville it was kind of like oh this is kind of cool cuz prince had just passed away and it seemed like a nice fitting tribute to prince and we were kind of wondering if it was going to be a one off thing and I, I think that besides the fact that the song's really long, we were kind of hoping it would be just a nice fitting tribute to kind of end the sexy MF with that one in Seville and, and make it turn it into something else. But I, I just like that. Everybody's no. come around to my general position on Jimmy thing. Uh, I mean, they, they're definitely running it this year. I, I, I mean, I don't have the strongest feelings that you have towards Jimmy. Um, Right, but they have been. They hey, have been well, let's very surprised way. that these this two nights stand like this two Virginia shows that they, they played, played Jimmy thing ten times. They played forty one nine times this year. Nobody's pissed off about forty one. Jimmy thing is garbage, and there's a very fine line where people say enough is enough of this crap, and it's over the line. Where forty one, it's got all the kinds of slack because it's a great song. I, I, people still have fun though at the show with Jimmy thing, right? Not, I mean, it's still. A lot of other songs that could be called you know, beer. A lot worse. beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, the, 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 what's interesting about the Bristow show is um, only 18 songs played. They, the, the renditions of Seek Up with John Earth on it and um, 
Jimmy thing with Sexy MF with John Durth on it. And then Cornbread had Joe Lawler came out for that again for that night. Uh, for a pretty long, all those versions were actually pretty long versions. Like the you got a forty-one was, there too, also. Yep, yep, yep. The seek up was twenty minutes, just to put it in perspective. So um, eats a lot of time. So there was actually four other songs that were on the set list for this show that ended up getting cut. One of which, very sad to see cut, "Drive In, Drive Out" was cut. Um, was not, that would have helped mix up this set? I feel like because that's not one that has been played a lot this year so far. And that, I think it was missing that. They also had Bob Law and Rapunzel, which you assume P&P Rapunzel. And then uh, Nancy's was supposed to go into Warehouse. In, uh, in, the, on, in the Encore, too. Yeah, it was supposed to be Dive In, Nancy's Warehouse, and they just did Dive In Warehouse. And Joe, Joe that's, uh, that mention about you know you got two and a half songs less than the tour average buried people in the setless game. They'll talk about that later, but just a little teaser there that, that uh, the people did not do well in that show mm-hmm. because everybody had penalties pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, and then you've got the problem of two shows uh, within the, the Commonwealth of Virginia within relatively close enough distance to where you could say that if you classify yourself as a hardcore fan, you're going to go to both. It's a Friday. It's a Saturday. Probably not going to miss Bristow outside of uh, outside of uh, D.C. there in northern Virginia and going from Virginia Beast to Bristow is really not that far. You had a lot of fans going to both and you had some overlap again between the two shows and you really see a drop off from Virginia Beach to Briscoe in the show flow. Virginia Beach was 44%, Bristow was only 34% and the oh, average really? yeah, the average review for Virginia Beach 4.3. That's that's very respectable. That's a good show. That's a really really nice show. Bristow's a 3.3. Oh boy. That's 1 point lower. And if you read the reviews on Ants, they are blistering. And there are reports of people saying the band didn't seem into it, lethargic, just things you don't hear about DMB shows. Even from shows that you can go back and look historically that are very low rated, you'll never hear anything saying the band didn't seem like they were into it. So that's something unbelievable it's it's right now it's the second lowest rated show of the year only behind mansfield and you know people just scoured mansfield for the set list because it was so similar what, to would you say scoured or skewered i would say i would mispronounce it and say scoured but yeah you skewered would uh-oh. work too uh-oh uh-oh joe you should have pounced on that by the way i just <laughs> I did you a salad come on you could take that role well that's sort of something that it, that we had a, a couple questions come in from uh, a few of the uh, the ants listeners, and one of them was from uh, our good friend Bruce W. Who at Who's Bruce? Who said, "Are you satisfied with the tour so far, or is the staleness becoming inconceivable?" He actually asked Drink. if we're satiated with the tour. Drink double drink. Wow, <laughs> wow, drink. Drink. that was that was quality. Uh, hashtag ants podcast. Hashtag free freaking dodo. Play dodo, dodo you pussies. Yep. <laughs> cool. uh, wow. And, well, this is and, a new cat owner, so he's allowed some leeway. Okay, I was talking. So. I was actually talking to the cat, Carter Meowford, there. That's just so we're clear. <laughs> um, and, and actually, Kevin Nesbitt actually asked something very similar uh, about uh, in his hash, his uh, Twitter name is uh, K Nesbitt Six. He said, "Well, the two night stands bring some variety to the set list." Hashtag against podcast. Hashtag free dodo. I think those questions kind of go hand in hand, and. A, yes, Bruce, it seems like they have become a little stale, judging by the middle of the show that you talked about earlier, Matt. And also, Kevin, yes, 
when you look at two shows that are relatively close together, and we've seen this earlier in the tour, not a whole lot of difference. So what does that mean for the two night shows? Are we going to see repeats that we haven't seen since like 2009, where they were on an album tour and they just played the same stuff a lot? Ugh. Like they can't. I mean, so what we had between these two Virginia shows, we had what five repeats, Jake? Yes, five repeats. There's no way. So this coming weekend is our first two night stand. So that's what we're leading up to is Camden. For those that don't know Camden, it's Philadelphia or outside of Philadelphia. Um, there's no way they're going to do five repeats between those two nights, right? Will they do no. any? They're, yes. They're, yeah, oh yeah, the new songs. I mean. I would say I, I would say it's unacceptable outside of the new songs. If Samurai Cop isn't played at least twice, I'll be surprised. It could be played three times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Samurai Cop. One of the, one of the three new ones will get played both nights, and then the other two I think will swap. But yeah. you're going to still get Death on the High Seas. I mean, maybe Virginia in the Rain is going to make an appearance, right? Oh, so you think you're going to see those songs repeated? No, no. Uh, Samurai Cop. My prediction would be Samurai Cop is both nights. One night is Death in the High Seas and Babla, and the other is Biggs, Mark, and Virginia. Um, oh, in so, so no, my point is, do we see any songs other than at least maybe the three new ones, one of the three new ones, um, get repeated? And other than Jimmy? Oh, that, <laughs> that does not, no, not other than. <laughs> not other than Jimmy. Um, no, and they can't do that, right? Oh, I wouldn't think so, but hey. Oh, well, there's, I, there's some anger right now. I the only way the new songs they would repeat. There, there's no way they would. Repeat I would agree with you, Joe. I, I I would think so, but there are people now looking at this tour saying, you know, look what these. I mean, yes, it's not a two night stand. This Virginia little swing here, but you know. But still. I mean, Hart, Hartford to to Mansfield was nothing. That's two hours tops. You know, yeah. and they had repeats. It's just. Ugh. Yeah, Joe, Joe, you've been called out. Tell Joe to take off the rose-colored glasses. And he spelled colored with a U, so you know he's serious. Wow. <laughs> or Canadian. You, I, come on, guys. They're really not going to do that. It's going to be the new songs. I was surprised that um, you know some of the uh, – was a Bristow – no, it was a Virginia Beach got um, four – you know, got Dad on the High Seas, Samurai Cop, Bismarck, and Bob Law. I mean, that's just a lot hey, for one but show. If, but if they do, Joe, you, we know you'll be happy with it. I will, I will, at the show, I'll be happy about it. I'll tell you that. Um, but after the show, maybe I'll have you know some some second thoughts. Yeah, when you're washing there, that piss out of your ear. There's there's no way they're going to to to, to repeat. So um, this is their opportunity. You know, the question is, it stale? I mean, we've had all single nights, and yes, they're within close distance from each other. So you know, people expect something, but they're not at the same venue, and there is a lot of people that only go to one of the shows. Camden, which is coming up this weekend, that will be the true, the true it test. I think it will be. All right. Well, we've got that. Looking forward to next week to talk about. So we're going to take a quick break here. We'll come back. We will go over the setlist game for those last two shows and what our standings look like now. Aha! And we've got a bunch of listener questions to take from you. So hang with us. We will be right back.
Okay, everyone, welcome back. Thanks for hanging with us and listening. Thanks to the Periscopers for uh, hanging with us. We are back with the second segment of episode 76, 76 of the Ants Marching Network podcast. Yeah. 76. Yes, let's talk set list game. Joe or Jake or somebody, anybody, take us away on this. Uh, let me, Joe, I got this. <laughs> okay, good, thanks. Uh, we're going to start in Va Beach, Va, or Virginia Beach, Virginia, if you're reading a, like you're not Joe M. Yes, that's my Joe M impression. Um, <laughs> overall, 19 songs were played. The average score was 16.47. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, that seems a little low, well, that's because that's a little low. Um, we've seen much higher scores earlier, but still, we had some. Uh, we had a, a pretty nice uh, high winning score, and that was 40 points by, and this is what happens when you cut and paste things incorrectly, The Warehouse 419, 18. 418, 418. Yep. In related news, Jake needs glasses. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he got uh, 10 picked correct, 4 spotted, and what do we always tell you every week? What do you have to do? Got to get the opener and the closer. Boom, nailed it. Warehouse and Billy's got them both. So not only that, but he spotted the closer. You know what we call that? That's a shot caller. Shot caller. Shot caller. Very, very good job there. Uh, J Manny DMB 19, Cubby's Fan 05, and let's take a shot at this and say M Mish 84, right behind him with 37 points. Um, the Warehouse 418, Mickey Allen 3, Jay Manny DMB 19, and Cubby's Fan 05. They all actually had the most spots of the evening with four. Doesn't seem like a lot, but you know what? That's a pretty good number right there. Six people got the opener and the closer. That's not that easy, so good job out of them. Cubby's Fan 05, he had a good show, obviously. Uh, Brian uh, Hufer, I believe is that what it is. Corey Thomas 86, uh, Cryenson, P. Cliff, twelve forty eight, and Blaze thirty four, who happens to be an Ants Plus guy. So thank you for your support there, Blaze thirty four. Nice. Uh, nine people, yes, we like that very much. Uh, nine people got the uh, spot of the closer, including one of our moderators. That's Go Cubs Go thirty eight twenty two. Long live Chief Wahoo, if you know what that means. Uh, guess how many people actually called Warehouse as the opener? Because this has been a song that it's not traditionally an opener, but it has opened a few shows this year. So what do you would, think it would be, guys? I wouldn't think it would be pretty – I think probably 40. A decent number. Yeah, a little bit lower actually. 21 people got that. So that's not bad. But the closer was something that's closed a plethora of shows this year. So how many people do you think called triple, Tripping Billies as the closer? By, before you guess, higher. It would be inconceivable if it wasn't more than 21 from the opener. <laughs> that is correct. It is <laughs> certainly more than 21. What is it? Be- believe it or not, 74 people called Tripping wow. Billies as the closest. Nice. Nice. I mean, that that's that's insane to not me. Not predictable, I mean, is it? No. No, no, not at all. I mean, that's literally crazy. Um, the most song that was missed uh, was Rhyme and Reason. Um, only about 3%... Uh, got that. Of course, that was the debut of the evening. And I guess not a lot of people were actually thinking about um, Joe Lawler coming out and guessing in Virginia because um, uh, only two people – well, Rhyme and Reason obviously was the rare song too. Two people did spot it though. So DMB fan 285 and Dreaming Trees, plural, 
However, one other song was spotted only twice. Can you guess which one was actually spotted? Two people spotted this song. It's a tough one. Ugh, I have no idea. No, I, I, what else I, is a rare song in that show? It, um, it, and it is kind of a rare song when you think about it, in, in a way. If only. Mm. If only. Not, not rare enough. <laughs> I, 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 I still like If Only. I still, mm. I'm still a fan of it. Uh, we're going to call it T.T. Kane and J-Rod 8302 spotted it. So very nice work there, guys. Um, the most popular pick of the night, we've been saying it all the time, Samurai Cop. 91% of the people. Joe, what is going on? Why is it not 100 I think we should start calling out the people that do not pick it. I mean, it's literally a, a, a given. You know, it's free points. And uh, still, 9% of the people feel they're going to call when Samurai uh, Cop is not played. I don't get Ex- it. Exactly. So pretty pretty good scores. You know, that was a, that was kind of a tough one. The, the, uh, the average score was kind of lower than usual. But Bristow kind of gave us a little curveball, didn't it, Joe? It did. So Bristow... 18 songs were played, so one of the shortest counts that we've had. And what did that mean for our average score? We had an average score of 10.71, 10 points. Oh, that's ugly. That's really ugly, yeah. Um, That actually takes the title away. The lowest previous week was Woodlands at 11.3. Wow. um, Yep, so Bristol took a whole, you know, uh, half a point or more away, uh, away from the lowest average, so... Rough, rough beat, especially this late in the tour, or not late, but just this deep into the tour. Woodland's pretty early, right? So it, you're not going to know some of the songs are getting ready to play this this way in. If the songs are really that repetitive, but that's kind of what I think this means, is normally I think everyone's playing the game and they're saying, hey, night two or the second night in Virginia, that's yeah, a different venue. They're not going to play a lot of repeats, so not, people probably didn't pick a lot of repeats. Band played a lot of repeats, and it meant scores were really off. And then also, there was only 18 songs versus maybe the traditional 20, and that also hurt people too. So I think those major two factors into why we got the, lo- the lower average score. But our winners, we got a tie for winners. 30 points was going to... 30. 30 points, yes, was the, that was the first place. Didn't take oh, much this show. Um, going to CA, California, I guess, 91, and Mount Skier, uh, who is an Ants Plus member, were, were tied for first place. So nice job. They both did it with the same number of picks, 10 picks, three spots, and they got the opener. But they both went over by two, and that hurt them on points. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but how do you not? Yeah, how do you not? And it's hard to it's hard to call that ball that ballsy and say especially with things so competitive up at the top, especially. Um, yeah, you don't want to give out a yeah, exactly. You don't want to give up a chance to spot or get, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tempting. It's it's a very uh, you know it's tricky. What can I say? If ever, if this was easy, everybody would be the heartbreak kid themselves. You know, uh, it's not yeah exactly. But uh, Big Hero Six was right behind there. He had eleven picks and three spots, but uh, missed the opener. So I'll just finish with twenty eight points. Can I can I say something that's really weird? Yes, sir. Uh, as you guys are talking, I'm doing a little work over here, a.k.a. downloading some things, movies. Big Hero 6? I'm, downloading, I'm downloading Big Hero 6. Like, I just, wow. just, just this second, I did it. That's based, on, That's based, on, based, on, based on him playing or no, unrelated? Unrelated. Oh. Well, I, I'm so glad that Debbie Does Dallas did not score so well <laughs> in the game. <laughs> well played. It has been very awkward. Oh, I want to turn all these names into movie titles that, that Matt would now download. This will be fun. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan for MTSU uh, tied for second, also twenty eight points. Um, didn't overpick. Called the eight eighteen songs. So um, nice wow. move. Ryan wow! There. 
How yeah. did he know the band was going to cut four songs? That's amazing. I had, yeah. How did he know? Hmm. Hmm. Ryan. Ryan. Who is Ryan? Did you know actually? Um, Rashawn's middle name is uh, Rashawn's real first name is Ryan. His middle name is actually Rashawn. I did not know that. So. Know that mm-hmm. And Rashawn's wow. got. He's also on here though as Rashawn on the sax. Who's so to got, say he can't? You know, man. he's got alters. Man, just to keep us off the scent, probably. Um, how about this? Uh, most song picked was 11 to our good friend T-Wigs, 1201. Oh, T-Wigs. Yes. Thank you, T-Wigs. <laughs> Thank you, T-Wigs, for making it so I can get you to say your name again. Uh, Tori oh. Thomas, 86, and Philly DMB, 827, and uh, Big Hero 6, download the movie map, uh, each got 11 songs for the most. So nice job, guys, there. There's nobody I root harder for than T-Wigs, I just want to say. T-Wigs I don't like to I don't like to play favorites, but I really want T Wigs to score good every week. <laughs> Most spots for was Kappa Sig O two and Little Ant four twenty. And shout out to Little Ant four twenty for being an Ants Plus member. Plus, um, no one got the opener and um, or spot of the co- the closer as the combo. So too bad wow. there. Now Worm was the opener. It has been an opener. You think think a lot got it or no? I mean, I, I, I would think it's got to be more than 20 just because it's open a few shows. Right. But I won't yep. think much more. Yep, yep. And then um, then how – well, the t- total was 33 people were able to get it. So um, for such a low score, I guess most people got the opener. It's probably the only points they got because what do you get? You get 10 points for the opener. So um, right there's the the average of the show points. Gosh. Um, and then warehouse was the closer. Um, gotta be gotta be a high number, right? Well, only six would, people got it. What? Only six people. Yeah, really. Um, one person spotted it. Uh, Jeff M nineteen eighty six spotted it. So nice job. Uh, others were Mandthrill Mandthrill twelve. Um, Lorikov twenty six. I was doing so good until this one. That letter uh, also, who's an Ants Plus member. Thank you. Plus, and then uh, B. Henley and American Baby One were the others that were able to uh, call the warehouse. Nice job, guys. Only six people calling that. So nice job. Um, other than that, um, Rare Song was Cornbread. Yes, the Rare Song was Cornbread. I said that. Those, those words <laughs> didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I, I, could, I could just hear people vomiting in their cars as they're listening to this. Yeah, that was the rare song. I guess maybe people should be cheering, though, right? I don't know. Well, let's save that oh, for later. So does not bother me. I like that song. Oh, yeah. It was actually a really good – I actually liked it a lot. It was really, really good. And the lights were, like, insane. I posted a video of it. Um, Fenton on the lights during Cornbread was, was on this new stage setup. That, you know, it was really, really good. So um, 51 people called that it was going to come. So people picked up on the Lawler on and the first the, you know Virginia Beach show and thought, oh, he's going to guest again, probably Cornbread. So nice job. Six Very people smart. spotted it. Yep. Um, Blakeman uh, 12, Big Hero 6, Matt, DMB ETC, et cetera, uh, Gray Street 46, C Melon Girl 223, and JB Wags uh, were the others that spotted it. Uh, least pick song, Death on the High Seas. Uh, it was 11%. Still pretty high, but... Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of high, actually. Kind of high for being the least. And only sometimes we had, uh, you know... But what that really says is there wasn't really a rare song in the show, we call, other than, you know, that people didn't think were going to get played. Because if 11 people are picking Death on the High Seas, then 
Um, they kind of had a sense for it. Crash Into Me was the most spotted song. 11 people, 11% kind of knew where Crash was going to get played. So nice job. And Jeff, that's high, isn't it? That's uh, I mean, that's pretty good high. People knew that when Crash was going to get played. It's been played um, pretty – it's one of the – it's tied, I think. Tied for Samurai Cop as the, uh, one of the top songs of the, um, of the tour. So if you're uh, – take that in a note if you haven't been playing Crash Into Me. And apparently you can – have a good idea where it's going to get played because 11% knew where it's going to get played. One time. Um, Jake, you want to hear something crazy? 89% picked Samurai Cop. Are you not serious? 100, not 100. Maybe they thought, maybe in this case, they thought it was going to be a repeat between the other night, but still, Samurai Cop is such a free, free points, guys. Free points. It's just there. Um, one person uh, was able to spot space between, so nice job to uh, Rhino DMB. Um, oh, right. That was a good job. Yep. You gonna download that one? Rhino DMB. <laughs> no, I just was reminded of a joke. Oh, Rhino. Yes. Uh, you just want to tell it now, just to tell it. <laughs> All no, right. Let's. It work. No, it's gone. It work. It's, it's done. Gone. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it up another time. But you want to know something else interesting, guys? We, I teased this on the last podcast. I said they're playing Bristow. For those that don't know, there's a memorial to Leroy in Bristow. It's also his last show. There's. A given song that they're gonna play, Jake. What is that song they're gonna play in Bristow? Cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> it is not cornbread. Another guess. Death on the high seas. <laughs> Stop. Um, why I? Why I am? Why I am? Obviously, was gonna be the song they played, and only sixty-three percent of the people picked why I am as gonna be played. I, I just. How could you only – that's another one that people – come on. That's free points right there. Why if, am I, was, if I was going to play any songs for Bristow, it was going to be Why I Am, and I would have played I'll Back You Up. Really? Uh, those, are the, those are the two I would have played because those are the but, two that kind of seem to end up being tributes to, to Roy. Oh, 41 too, no? Well, yeah, but like, remember – he, didn't, I mean, Dave mentioned that that Roy never really liked that song. So I know, but they still they still seem to play it when there's there's moments for for Roy. Yeah. I, maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I just felt like they they did. But um, yep. So nice job on Bristol, guys. Um, let's throw it over to Matt for our overall tour standings. All right, we got our top three. So here's the bad news: nothing really shaken up. Uh, we are standing pat as uh, as we were last time we went and talked about this. Uh, Crash1983, who is a plus member, thank you, Crash. Plus. Has held up the first place spot. He's got 508 points. He has also moved into the leader board for spots picked with 31. So, wow. Boom. I mean, and you would think now that he's stretching his lead out, you think wrong. The legend himself, the heartbreak kid himself, HBK Tony B, who is also a... Plus member. Plus member. Plus. He plus. sits in second place, but now he's got 502 points. So last week he was nine points back. This week, count him at six back. He's creeping. Absolutely nice. creeping. He's no longer – can we call him Steph Curry, though? Because, I mean <laughs> – wait, okay, never mind. Sorry. He's, he's going to throw the lead away with a minute 19 left. Oh, boy. On the back <laughs> is, he going, is he going to lose more games in the playoffs than they did in the regular season? I, I don't oh, know if there's geez. any kind of you know analogy with the set. No, I, don't think, I don't think Heartbreak Tony is. is uh, no, he, but he is creeping up on first place. And Crash, you got to be looking over your shoulder. You might have a little – you might need to change that diaper pretty soon because <laughs> it is – I would be. Are you kidding me? Um, J Money DMB uh, has 491 points, so he is 11 back from, from Tony B. Uh, but he uh, holds on to the third place. 
spot. Um, Tony and Jay Money are tied for the most songs picked at 207. Um, they were also tied last week also, so those two are either colluding or they're just really you know, in a, in a big battle right now. Yeah, they're tied up. It's hard to make ground on the heartbreak Tony B when you're, only, you're just getting the same, same number of songs picked as him. It is. So uh, Seymour, he's got the most openers picked with Fiverr. And uh, Ant's podcast favorite, T-Wigs 1201. T-Wigs! Right behind T-Wigs. Four. Uh Kevin Blaze, Blaze 34. What's up, Kev? Has, he has the most closers picked. He's got eight. And he that's because he snagged one this week, which is nice. nice. Uh, rounding out the top ten on the leaderboard are Maggard103. He's, uh, let's see, how many points? He is, well, 22 points back from Jay Money at 469. We got Fonzie5888. Fonz, what's up? 460. Paul G up, at 459. Boy, these are close. DMB Fan 100, 447. Gray Street Ad, 446. Dowling 25, 444. And BD Fresh in the 10 spot at 441. So good job, everyone. This is this is awesome. It's been a lot of fun to cover this year because No the, runaways. Man, no. this is this is this is really tight. So uh Maggard uh, Maggard 103 right there behind Jay Money, only two points behind him. Yeah, right, right back. I mean, and and it and as anybody knows, anybody can come with come with it come heavy at any at any given set and and really leapfrog so keep pushing keep pushing jake do you have a question let's move on here i do let's uh, jump right into the questions from the people that hit us up on twitter using the ants podcast uh, hashtag the first one is from reggie and his um he's at uh, sycamore chris if you could ask any member of the band a question they had to answer what would it be and why Hashtag Ants Podcast, hashtag Free Dodo, hashtag Take the Stage at Eight Dicks. Now, is that uh, Take the Stage at Eight O'clock, comma Dicks, or is that there's like an Eight Dicks, <laughs> like it's a clock with Dicks on it, and if you at Eight, you okay? I no, I think meant, I think it's the second I, thing. By the way, I, I would have loved Joe to pronounce Sycamore Chris. There's no <laughs> way, no chance he comes anywhere close to pronouncing Sycamore properly. I actually had it as him just for that, and I changed oh, the last second. Just because it. I have I have the perfect question I've always wanted to ask, and it, of course, would be to Boyd Tinsley, and I want to know, how much do you bench? Yeah? yeah. Is, is the question that you're going to ask the band, Jake, why do you take the stage at eight dicks? <laughs> why, why do you take eight dicks on stage? That's, <laughs> I, I'm, we get this question a lot. No, don't say that, because then you're going to get your guests. Oh, God. Oh. They, they don't have penai, as far as I know. I know. So if you're going to complain about how many, all right, let's answer this question before we get a <laughs> he did, uh, thrown he did. off. We're going to get thrown off iTunes. Oh. I did. I want to. I want to know how much he benches. That's all I want. What there do you want to ask him? What do you want to ask him, Matt? I want to know um, more about the before these crowded streets recording process. Now, that's not a question, right? Is, do I have to narrow it down to like like a me- this is meme kind of question, right? Yeah, that's um, that's a fair question. That's a fair question. Okay. I think. Yeah. Good. What do you got, Joe? What's the question? Uh, I don't have a good one, but here I'll just do the one that I think is everyone likes to. Add. What is Dave drinking in that coffee mug? Haven't we already established it's like whiskey and honey or something? <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's heroin. It's liquid heroin. <laughs> Let's just let that one ponder. Let's let not have an answer for. It. Maybe I shouldn't ask that one, but I do have a question to ask, and this one is to us and not to the band. Um, comes from Tyler Rokamp at Tyler Rokamp. He says, Aunt Smarching, why does the band switch the cities of Alpine each year? Alcorn, East Troy. That's a great question. Also, what is the new capacity? Hashtag Ant's podcast. 
I have no idea. I don't know why they do that. It's awfully annoying that they changed it. They've done it in a couple other places, too. What's the official address? I think the official address is Elkhorn, but I think everybody knows it as East Troy. Right. And but then for whatever reason the band decided we gotta be official. So this we, is, we, no, this is why whoever typed it into the band's database was a different guy this year. That's all. Looked yeah, up probably. the address, punched in Elkhorn. I, I mean, if you want to get super technical, the Mississippi State University is in the city of Mississippi State, which is located within the city of Starkville. Everybody knows it is Starkville. So I think it's one of those things where Elkhorn and East Troy, the lines are sort of unclear. And I think that's really what it is. I, I was unaware, Joe, that the capacity had changed. I'm not aware Alpine. of it. Maybe I'm missing that, too. Um, I just saw a picture for the first time. I think, was it the MB Archive, Joe, that you put yeah. an Alpine picture up? Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. moly. Yeah. It looks it looks as big as Central Park. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> no. Yeah, there were, t- were 10 people went to if, that in, concert. In case Jake. anybody out there listening does not follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or um, Twitter, you really should. Uh, Joe has um, called a lot of pictures from his collection from the Ants forums and, and whatnot and, and sorts through them. And for the last, I don't know, six months at least. Has January been, 1st. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so right on. Um, has been posting a daily picture with a hashtag DMB archive. And there are some gems in there. There really are. And, and the one I'm talking about is actually a picture of uh, from overhead of Alpine um, in the lawn. is absolutely inconceivably massive. <laughs> so yeah, thank you joe i i, I, yeah, so I even enjoy, if you haven't seen alpine before it's i look a good, forward to dmb archive every day so thank you joe yeah 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 I, I, so i don't i don't know of anything with a new capacity the new capacity is they're allowing camping this year uh on on prem um that was the new thing but i'm not i'm not aware of any new um New capacity for the venue, so we'll have to we'll have to circle back on that one. Matt, you got a question? I do. Uh, Matt Vols at the Matt Vols asks us uh, before two nighters start, which is now. What has been the best show of the tour thus far? Dallas, Riverbend, Charlottesville. Hashtag against podcast. Are we allowed to only pick those? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> There no, some... I think you can pick whatever you want, but Riverbend is definitely the best. There have been some good ones. I, I went to the John Paul Jones show. I like it. I like the set. The encore was unmatched. Um, it still is the only appearance of Virginia in the rain so far um, for the tour. We got dearth on, you know, admittedly Jimmy thing. We got don't drink. I, I, I thought that was a good show, a good way to start things off. Um, I'm going to go there, but Riverbend, of course, is also. Um, definitely up for debate atlanta was pretty good yeah yeah atlanta was pretty good the only halloween of the year so far um i think i would have to agree with you and the only raven too yeah the only raven which which is a big one god that's i mean really atlanta is really really good i still think i gotta agree with you matt and i gotta give the edge to charlottesville but Hmm. again joe you're right riverven was was really really good too yeah nice room you got a question jake I do indeed. It's from Dave Gross at Dave Gross thirty four. Audience marching. Can we make the show flow uh, <laughs> capable of giving a minus two for death in the high seas? <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> hashtag ants podcast. Hashtag I'm prison. I can't read that. He <laughs> meant to say in prison. Okay. In prison. D O T H S, which is yes. death, on death the in the high seas. seas. Yes, we yes we want to do that, Mister Gross. Play something old and slow. Nothing new, please, God. <laughs> no, nothing new. God, 
No. Man, they no, are turning. People are and turning you know on death Go on ahead. Fast. F and turn on it. You're all 100% wrong. Go uh, ahead. No, turn turn on it all you want because all you are is being stupid. You want to hear something old and slow. It's all you want. Play pay for what you get because that's the song everybody walked out on in 92. But now that it's 23 years later, we want to hear it. Well, whatever. You know, no. it's 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 the Death on the High Seas is a very, very good song. Jake, and the only I reason agree with you. Wow. Yeah, I'm doing my best Jake impression ever, by the way, with this with this rant, because all this salt, there's no way it's coming right from Jake. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm channeling it through you. It's inconceivable how it's made it through the Skype to me. But it just it pisses me off so much that people are just like, oh, man, I hate this new song because it's slow. Oh, yeah. You want to hear Be Yourself instead? Come on. It's 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 so recalculous. <laughs> it's just it just pisses me off. Oh, that's it good. does. That's good. It does. So anyway, I digress. Thank you for agreeing with me, Joe. I, I feel better. Yeah. What do you got, Matt? Uh, so uh, Wendy at Lucy Bella Z asks, "Have you heard if the DMB Gallery in New York has memorabilia like Virginia did, or is it just photos only?" Hashtag Ann's podcast. Well, Wendy, I got news for you. Because Jason Sullivan at JSOL says, Ants, do you have any thoughts on the retrospect of being completely different in New York? So it's just a photo gallery and none of the good stuff. No offense, to the, by the way, we're going to correct you on that, um, Jason. Is uh, We understand what you mean by good stuff because the, the photo gallery is some amazing stuff. I mean, Sam has put together a lot of great pictures, Taylor Crothers, um, just amazing stuff. But I know what you mean. You, you're there also to see some of the... Um, Trinkets and the, the, the stuff. trinkets, the memorabilia, all that kind of stuff, right? So we did hear uh, that it actually is uh, just photos only. So what, Jake? What is the deal on this? Well, I think that the easy way to presume what happened is that to kind of ship all that stuff to New York is a costly and b kind of dangerous. I mean, you know, some of that stuff is worth, you know, is just invaluable. To the band. I mean, the pineapple grass bracelets are there. Do you the think it has to do with the fact that, yeah, Charlottesville is its hometown? It's that was kind of a special nod, I think. Yeah, and, and, and it's all right there, and it's all. I wish kept they right had a there. van; they could drive yeah. it to New York. <laughs> I don't think that van could drive to New York. It it barely made it from JPJ down to the the, uh, the gallery. The gallery. <laughs> <laughs> That van has seen better days for sure. But yeah, that's unfortunate, but that's certainly not a reason to stay away from the uh, photos, as you mentioned, Matt. I mean, the photos are just outstanding. Oh, just yeah. unbelievable. Really old, yeah, never seen early early photos. Yeah. Just, and, and it's the, I think it's the format of, of the Morrison Gallery, too. I just think it's more read, readily accepting of photos um than it is memorabilia so yeah i think that's I, I, you know i don't think that was i think that's part of the factor too i think so what do you got for us joe um let's see here jennifer henson at jennifer henson says ants marching how do you all meet and decide to create ants marching hashtag ants podcast hashtag bristow tailgate hashtag Post show sing along with Joe M <laughs> was a good good time. All right, I didn't read that question before I came in. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jake, for putting that one in there. Um, uh, the post show take it uh, sing along was was a blast. Uh, it's the best way to wait for the for the uh, the traffic to go down. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's probably been a while since we told it, but 
I don't even know if I have the best thing, but the short the short answer of it all is um, the DMB world back in two thousand early two thousands was in a major transition to the new age of uh, previously it was just tape uh, tape trading or CD BMPs, um, and we were now moving to this new digital world of being able to you know get shows digitally. We're also moving to a world of you know kind of the beginning of Web two point where we could have start doing things like tracking personal tour stats and all that. So, um, you know, a collection of a bunch of small little startup web DMB websites um, that Matt uh, and others were a big part of. And this, the database of a lot of these shows and being able to track personal stats, which Jake was a part of, um, came together, formed what is now known as ants. And, um, you know, the rest is history from there. Did I, did I describe it good guys? Did I do a good job? Yeah, I think I think you kind of nailed it, and, and then of course you came in and saved the day and kind of uh, straightened some things out too early on. <laughs> well, I don't know what I did. I, I'm I'm the uh, I'm the uh, I don't know what I well, I don't know how to describe myself. I am. <laughs> we don't. I got, I got some either. ideas on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was there, I was there for I was there for. Um, well, it's not the good looks. What, what's, the, what's the next thing after that? I was there for uh, just uh, morale support. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Joe, Joe was uh, – because Joe actually was not technically speaking a founding person. He wasn't he, – he didn't have a key on the first day, but uh, Joe had a, a key uh, shortly thereafter. Do you remember your original username, Joe, just out of curiosity? <laughs> You're going to make me say it. My original I, username was because this transferred over from old DMB boards, but uh, David Gray was my username. Very creative, wow. right? Yeah, wow, David Gray. So I had to get a little bit more official when we when moved into a little bit more official role, and uh, that was when Joe M was born. Well, I think I think Joe M already existed. That's just when Joe M came, <laughs> came, came, came to be known. I wish my um, age. I wish my age started then. No kidding. Uh, Stuart uh, Stogdill at uh, Big Stogues asks at Ants Marching, any chance of a DMB show with a full orchestra? Too high ending is amazing in studio. Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag what album? Hashtag Free Dodo. Hashtag DMB Hub. Yes, thank you for the all the uh, uh, hashtags in there. You know, it would be. Don't forget that uh, DMB did perform with the Richmond uh, Symphony, Symphony Orchestra back in 1995. Uh, those shows are kind of stealth recorded. It's not the greatest recording. No. They have done something um, since uh, in the past. But, you know, wouldn't it be nice? Don't you think there's a lot they could do with some of these songs? Would you do it as just a one-time thing? Yeah, just like to do something. Just a one, one-off concert or something. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of uh, marching bands, university marching bands, high school marching bands have, um, you know, convert, taken some of the DMB songs and made them, uh, current, cur- you know, whatever word I want to use, converted them over. Um, it'd be nice if, uh, you know, maybe some symphony wanted to take on the challenge. I, I think it would work. I think it could work. I know. They, I mean, like the example, too high. I mean, that would that would work pretty well. Yeah, I mean, and clearly by the Richmond show. There's there's definitely a precedent there. Yeah. Uh, how about a question for me? Yes, please. All right. Um, Geoff Maxon at Geoff underscore Maxon said, and Ants Marching. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. What was his first name again? Jeff or Geoff. Okay. 
Geoff. Geoff. Did he really um, pronounce it Geoff? Like thinking that's exactly how it was pronounced. And some people, I, I have a guy I work with that pronounces it that way. No, you don't. Well, he's doing uh, it facetiously too. You know this, right? Heaven help me. At Ant's Marching, how how come we don't have a little Redbird EP badge? We've officially released songs, so how about it? Hashtag Ant's Podcast, hashtag Free Dodo. Yeah, Joe. I'm, what's, what's on Little Remind me, what is on Little Redbird? That would be EP? Little Redbird. Okay. 27. Write a song. And whatever other Oh, Beach Ball. I like it. Those four. So, um, Jeff or Geoff, here's what I want to do. I'm going to recommend you make this suggestion. And if people like it, um, they get upvoted. And uh, more on that, we have a, a webpage that you can suggest badges for the DMV Hub app. And people can upvote and say, yes, we like that. So, if people like the little Redbird EP badge and get enough upvotes, then maybe we will include it in the app. Matt, Pretty how about a question nice. from you? Uh, let's see. Uh, Doug Gold at Ari Gold Forty One Lloyd asks, <laughs> "Why doesn't DMB ever come to Vegas anymore? It's been since two thousand and nine. Full band and ten for Dave and, T- Dave and Tim. Uh, hashtag against podcast. Hashtag free Vegas. There's nothing free in Vegas, by the way. There's nothing free in Vegas. And even the <laughs> gifts that you might get, keep on giving. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I never. <laughs> um." I, I think logistically, it's probably a really tough place to deal with. That'd be my guess. Um, I, that, that, that's my guess, guys. Do you have a, a theory on that? I, I actually kind of agree with you. I think it's just kind of tough to. Th- there's only a few places they can play. Really, only one. Really, that that MGM place. No, no, they just opened a new venue. They did. Yeah, mm-hmm. a really nice, really, really nice venue. I actually thought that there was a chance that maybe DMV would be one of the, um, you know, early early additions to it or they would definitely bring them in but yeah it just opened up this year just this earlier this year um brand new venue right uh, right across from mgm actually is it a indoor or outdoor indoor yep indoor well, it's but it's like i think they hope to get like a an nhl hockey team in there and everything it's a really oh, big nice place you are right I, I completely forgot about that yes they are supposed to be getting a, a hockey team in there yeah you know i mean there's enough people there i mean there's still a plethora of people that live in the valley there so um I'd actually they'll kind of prefer MGM over the new place just because be part of, be on a res, that on a resort and I mean I just remember the year that they did MGM full band and the, the whole MGM pool area was just DMB fans hanging out Lazy River drinking it, it, it's on my if yeah. DMB ever DMB ever plays Vegas the full band plays Vegas hopefully the MGM just it's just a blast you, a good time know, good Joe, people I, I do have a poster to remember that weekend by. Oh, where did you get the poster from? Um, it might have been the light kiosk in the middle of the hallway at the MGM Grand, and it's probably about five feet tall and maybe three <laughs> feet wide. And it's, I was at work, working out in my garage before this podcast, and I noticed it rolled up in the corner. Nothing like stealing a light box DMB poster in the middle of a of a Vegas hallway. I think it was huge. And, and I, <laughs> it was late, and I think I was drunk. <laughs> and uh, and I just walked by it, and I kind of just my fingertips touched the edge of it, and the the little like the hint it was like a hinge on one side that that was the the border of the poster holder, and it popped open. Like what? And I kind of slipped my fingers in there, and the poster's moving. 
let me get this thing out. And I got it out of there, rolled it up, walked away. Now there's so a big empty light did. box in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> so really, I mean, technically speaking, in case any law enforcement are listening, you didn't steal it. You actually, it was falling to the ground and you just picked it up and, and saved it. There was a sign sure that said, that please take one by in yeah, front exactly. of it. Exactly. So they were actually in the process of throwing it away, and well, the show uh, was he, over. I mean, what, what good did it do? I was actually doing him a favor, doing him solid. <laughs> exactly. It's very kind of you. That's you, Matt. Always, always doing solids. There you go, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> it's been a long time since you've had to worry about anything solid. Okay, it's all liquid for you right now. Let me tell you, it's all about the pens for you. Uh. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going right now. Hang on. <laughs> there it is. Oh. I am done. Okay. Uh, JM Sheppy at uh, JM Sheppy forty one or Shippy as Joe M likes to say. And it's marching. What DMC DMB songs lyrics do you feel are most often misunderstood by listeners? Explain. Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Hashtag Thanks for the podcast. Well, you're welcome there, JM Sheppy. I'll make sure I say your name right. I always feel like people get crush confused and they think Dave says the lyrics wrong because he says, spell your cast on me. But that's not what he says. It's actually the spell you cast right, on me. Right, because you're lying under this. Yeah, you're lying under this. You're thing. absolutely correct, Jake. Yes, and I think that everybody thinks that's backwards. Back in the old days, we don't need to start the music, don't worry. Um, I remember when people used to think that um, best of what's around, he said, the devil holds you down was popular. People thought that that the line was whatever tears at us, the devil holds you down. I remember people singing that and saying that and I remember listening to it going, I don't think that's what he says, right. but this was, this was pre under the table and dreaming. This was back in the taping days before that was released. So those are two that kind of come to mind for me. My mine would come to mind, but it's not it's not wrong anymore. I guess is honey, honey. Yeah, I think that's a little different because I, I think there was a, a a try by the band to change it from honey, honey after Chris Honey, who was the um, the Communist Party leader in South Africa, who was who was murdered in '36, was originally written for. He, I think they changed it to honey, honey. And then when those three people came in, they started singing "Honey, Honey" instead of "Honey, Honey." Right. Yeah. So, that, I, but I th- I feel like when it was "Honey, Honey" for how I mean, how long a period was that? Did people start misunderstanding it for "Honey, Honey"? I, I think so. I think when it really took off in Every Day, which was around two thousand one, actually in Vegas two thousand one is when it really took off. I think that you had a, a mix of some people saying "Honey, Honey" and some people saying "Honey, Honey." I think that now it's probably more "Honey, Honey" than "Honey, Honey." I still do the original. You got one Honey. for us, Joe? I do. Will Sinclair, podcast favorite Sinclair, at Sinclair Will, says, Ants Marching, new satellite jam with an exclamation point. Um, what song would you not expect to get a jam or solo, but be happy the band added one? Hashtag Ants Podcast, hashtag Free Dodo. Hmm. I not put any thought to this. I um, got one. Do you? What? Yeah. Uh, people are going to go think, think I'm crazy. Shake me like a monkey. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Slow it, slow it down a little bit, and, and, and rock out at the end of it. Slow it down. I, I actually liked in two thousand nine in Europe when they did that sort of rock jam thingy at the beginning. 
that sounded like they were a heavy metal band and then they jumped into it. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I might be the only person. I just like that forever. I am. Yo, like they could do that and just keep looping that around and do a lot of fun stuff with it. No, I, I, actually, I actually agree. Yeah, I mean, my, my one would be unrealistic, but I would really like Spoon to get jammed out at the end. And just cries to me just like keep going keep going and then it always ends well i mean it it kind of does it did that one time when we saw it in charlottesville in in i just wanted to keep going though keep going keep going jam it out do something Uh, do some do some stuff over it or something along those same lines uh it was actually on a warehouse disc a couple years ago there was one baby blue where dave actually had a little bit of a cold and it ended up being like a full band baby blue and they kind of worked a little jam in the middle of it with Rashawn. I actually thought that was really, really good. Hmm. I, I got one more on that too. Is why I am. Yeah, I could, I could handle that. I could handle a little jam in why I am. Yeah, there's actually those are good. Those are there was, those there's are there's good. Probably, yeah, there's, there's probably a, there's, there's a good amount. It's a good question. I wish they would. Yeah, I wish they would improv that a little bit more maybe next week will you can ask us which ones don't need a jam and we can kind of <laughs> oh, <laughs> balance, balance this out that is a good well. question actually uh so our last uh question of the week and thanks everybody for sending in is george petty at george petty he asked us the hashtag ants podcast what would you guys say is the single best dmb show on paper and performance of this decade hashtag free dodo uh jake you have an answer to this because i'm gonna say how the heck should i know i don't know <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm going to end. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to the salt. I don't know. Oh, yes. You started it. You're going to end with it. Get, get bent. Get bent for your question. <laughs> <laughs> this one, to me, is very easy. And I think it's Atlantic City Night 3, the, the release live in Atlantic City uh, from 2011 from the um, Caravan show. And there's so much I like about that because it kind of has a mix of everything I'm looking for. It has... Uh, old school it has new songs it has a incredibly rare song um kill the king was performed that evening and it's got a great ending and it's got an unexpected ending it's got that little um ants into halloween that at the time nobody saw coming so i i think that show is just just perfect just for what it is so i i really really like that joe is there anything that stinks stands out in yeah, your- not all of them <laughs> yeah, I know, Joe, you've actually seen every show. So, you know, I know I can't just say narrow it down to the ones you've seen. I love but. them all. That's funny you say that because uh, I just was pulling up my list of shows. And I was going to look from 2010 and see. Well, and your <laughs> list of shows would be the good source material since you've seen all of the shows since 2010. No point it in was, looking at just all shows. You just might as well look at your list. It was, there was, it was hard to narrow down. Um, so here's what I'll say. Um, the best show is the next show. Wow. 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 <laughs> God, you know, Joe, a, Joe cop out. What a 12th place a, ribbon. <laughs> Brutal. I don't, have, I, don't have a, I don't have a favorite. I like them all. I hope everybody's looking God. forward to tuning in next week when it'll just be Jake and I just trashing the band to balance <laughs> out this happy hug the person next to you rainbow stuff but joe m is just spitting oh, out stop. Oh, joe, joe is like literally that's my daughter when she was six and uh, what's your favorite football team i like all of them yeah jeez yeah, I, 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 if you guys give me like a list of like four i'll tell you which of those four i like the best but i, I just can't pick one it's, it's... Just, just for just for giggles matt 
Atlantic City, Joe, or Live Checks 28, Seville 2010. The Halloween into our Watchtower and a Halloween spoon. Well, see, oh, I want that Seville, which I know you just said that you like the 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 other one. No, that's fine. Thank you. There you go. Joe says Live Tracks 28. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. I also Thank say you. the next show, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got some shows coming up. We have the Jones Beach show on uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday night. That's um, a single night. Uh, Syracuse, New York at a new venue after that. Um, should be interesting. And, I mean, maybe Jim Boheim will show up. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, if he's not banned by now. And, and both of those shows are sold out, which is pretty cool. Which is interesting. Yep, yep. And then we've got our first two night that Joe alluded to in Camden. That's Camden, Philly, not Camden. It's right across the street from each other, right? Yeah, that's it's yeah. in New Jersey, but gotcha. it's the Phillies venue. Which one is? are you more likely to get shot in? Camden, my God. Exactly, exactly. I, I knew a guy from Beirut, and he was afraid to go to Camden. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, that wraps up our angry 76th uh, episode of the Ants Podcast. Do you guys have anything to add to to put our listeners in a better mood uh, after the uh, you know as we wrap this up? Shows are getting shows oh, are getting better. Everything's going to be great. Next show is going to be fantastic. <laughs> the next one's going to be the best ever. The thanks, thanks, one's... Joe and Jake. Do you have anything to say, <laughs> <laughs> Matt? I think a little bit of dodo from you singing would be the best way to send us out on a high note. I. Don't I can't sing. I don't sing. Oh, come on. Uh, Do not sing. Well, we know it's not true. There's a YouTube of this dodo. Is not, won't be sent to DMCA already. <laughs> I would claim it and get it taken down, but then I'd have to admit that it's me, and therefore I'm kind can't of stuck even do in that. a paradox here. Yeah. It's the, it's the principle. Yeah. Um, Joe and you know, go take some phonetic lessons. Jake, Mr. Duplicity, it's always good to chat with you as well. And That's what speak- I do. Oh, boy, and your cat. And anyway, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, hang in there, and we will catch you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, Tour Central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. DMB.